welcome to the edition podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Henry. Joining me today is Kelly Gamont, the first returning guest of this still pretty new show. Uh, thanks for coming back, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me. It's delightful as always to be here with you. I'm so glad to get to join you again. Yeah, well, you were on the pilot episode and we had a very yes. nice, quite chilled, rather civilized conversation. Well, civilized for us. Um, <laughs> yes. And okay. I fear today is going to be a bit different. Um, because of the topic I want to discuss, but we'll come to that in a second because we have okay. to discuss a bit of breaking news that's yes. just before we settle down to record this show on Tuesday afternoon, my time in the UK, Tuesday morning, US. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple dropped a bit of a thing on us, didn't they? Yeah. We've got this press release titled The Music Lives On. Okay. And the subheading iPod Touch will be available while, while supplies last. I confess it takes a couple of readings, but TLDR, the iPod in any form is no more. Yeah, it's on its way out. I feel quite emotional about this. I do too. The iPod was, I've mentioned this, I think, in other places, but the black, the first black iPod, whatever generation that was, I think, mm-hmm. was that the U2 one? No, that had red. No. The, the first yeah. one I made it not just white. Yeah that iPod was the first ever Apple device I owned. I think it's still in a box in my bedroom somewhere. And still, if I fired it up with the right charge, I'm pretty sure it would still work. Uh, that was Mr. Kelly's first Apple anything device as well was uh, the Nano, the okay. iPod Nano, because it came in black. And there when I said, and I said, like, you didn't ever really want an iPod, you know, like mine here that I have. Uh, why do you want one now? And he said, it, it, look, it comes in black. Okay. Now I want one. Just don't talk to me about it. And it was very, it was a very Apple user response. And so it made me very happy. And it's, now he has all, all kinds of Apple things. So yeah. that sounds a lot like the conversation you and I had when I was not definitely not getting AirPods, except they're now sitting in front of me on my desk. <laughs> and now, yes. Hello. And welcome to the, to the AirPod club. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I did feel quite much. So just to, I'm going to age myself somewhat. I have memories of walking to school, secondary school. So in my teens, mm-hmm. holding a Sony Discman mm-hmm. and then, and having to pick the CD you were going to listen to before you left for school, mm-hmm. like some kind of feral thing. <laughs> and then you get one hour of music choose wisely yeah right and then this beautiful thing came in of course I'm sure like lots of people we did the why do I need all my music in the my pocket like who cares um except it turns out <laughs> uh, everybody and then obviously once I did get an iPad uh, iPod I tried another mp3 player first which worked very well mm-hmm. moved to the iPod fell completely in love thank you and here we are and here we are (laughs) um i feel like you have a slightly different story to me because you were using apple products before the ipod weren't you yes um and partly uh like you know computers obviously um but uh, i i too had uh some sort of lesser mp3 player but there was no ipod at the time so uh yeah so uh, I, I did think have a I, different sorry, one sorry I think I did pick an, another mp3 player over an iPod and I wasn't in the Apple ecosystem in the way you were yeah 
Um, so, uh, basically, uh, like I got that one and it used, uh, it used a card. You could, you know, put music on a card yeah. and I could carry around like four hours worth of music in my pocket. Like it was at the time it was mind blowing. There wasn't a way to do anything sort of otherwise. And, and then when the iPod came out, that was, uh, that was like a huge difference, uh, in a bunch of ways. Um, you know, and in fact, uh, it could be reasonably argued that, uh, I'm trying to think how, that, that it almost delayed sort of the, the smartphone revolution because nobody did a good job of putting all your music on your phone and then also using it as a good phone because mm -hmm. everybody went, why would I do that? I have, I have an iPod or I have a Nokia. Zoom, you know, or whatever. And I have, like, I have this music player. And, you know, at the time when like when like Blackberries first came out and yeah. when Apple first first took a crack at it with the the Motorola rocker, I think it is um, uh, when they took off when 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 they like took that first shot at it, people went, why would I do that? I have you know, I have an iPod and it's fine and I would rather carry two things that are each good at what they're doing than have one then have one that, that isn't very good at either one. And so uh, having the iPod come out as a dedicated musical device, I think, you know, it probably delayed a little bit of that. So it was, it was great. Um, I very much appreciated uh, like having a good experience with it because it was obviously the iPod was a much better experience yeah. than the, um, the creative, I think it was a creative yeah, there were Rio, not the not the great big hard drive one, but like there was the Nomad yeah, had, something or other. I had one that was a bit more hard drivey, and they all mm. were good. Obviously, what became iconic was the white headphones. Mm. Um, as I, mean, I they had an entire ad campaign that mostly didn't even show the iPod; it was just the white cord. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. it was so iconic. Like everybody I knew what you had it plugged into. Exactly, which, uh, as I mentioned to Adrian Wecker on last week's show, uh, if you were in London, meant you were a target to muggers on buses and tube trains. But uh, yeah, the, the white headphones and that silhouette, oh my gosh, that silhouette advertising campaign. Yeah. Um, absolutely I mean, genius. Apple's had a number of sort of standout ad campaigns and, and that was absolutely one of them was, was the iPod. And so, you know, it's, it was sort of funny to watch them be so excited about AirPods and getting rid of that iconic white cable. Ooh, you know? yes. So um, I'm going to put another thing to you before I go on to the main thing I wanted to discuss with you. Mm -hmm. To me, I think you can make a very, very, very clear argument that the iPod and therefore, and then by extension, which led, we can argue to the iPhone, but the directly iPod, there's there's no argument it's a pretty straight line i think yeah exactly but the other bit of that line mm -hmm. running parallel to that is the software and services side yeah uh obviously itunes becoming apple music eventually um mm -hmm. which got used to the idea of people paying money for media to apple yeah um so i think you know i think there's various bits of apple that we know today that don't exist without the the ipod i mean it's entirely possible apple wouldn't exist well, yeah, without yeah. the ipod because the ipod led to the iphone led just to what we have now the good yeah the, the, the current iteration of apple computer which didn't used to you know which 
would not have existed otherwise. I think it can be very reasonably argued. And part of that is the iTunes store, which, right, you know, because the whole point of, you know, the, the, the iPod, there's a, there's a, a huge marketing story about how I think it's Gillette um, give, would give away razor handles to people because what they were actually selling you was the blade. And so, you know, it's the blade that's spendy. And so like, you know, we can, we can eat the cost of the handles as long as we reel people into buying the blades. And I would say that the iPod was Apple's handle to get everybody into the iTunes store, you know, for blades, because once it was 99 cents a song or, you know, eight, 10 bucks an album or, you know, five bucks when they were on sale, it was easier to buy, to buy music than steal it. Yeah. And, and, that, and that, that was a Steve Jobs. Huge. Even. Yeah. That was always Steve Jobs' argument to the record labels. Let me sell your songs for 79p, 99 cents. Let mm-hmm. me make it easier for people to give you money than to steal from you. Yep. Um, and it worked. I mean, uh, I bought a lot of music. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, we all did. But the, yeah. And here's the, uh, and I spent endless hours on iTunes ripping my CD so I could listen to them yep. on my iPod. But the thing I, and, and that's the thing I want to talk to you actually about which is what we, before this news broke, what I asked you to be on the show to discuss was iTunes. Mm-hmm. Now, I, how can I put this? I'm going to, no, I'm just going to say it. I <laughs> want to discuss iTunes because I think Apple should bring it back. Pause, Kelly, come on, before you tell me why I'm wrong, because you can ah, in a minute. Look at my eye twitching. No, Kelly's, at the, either Kelly's camera's broken or she's just crumbled. I'm not sure which, but... <laughs> I'm actually being facetious when I say bring back iTunes because I don't think we need iTunes in the way we last had it. No, one I does. do not. I do not need to organize my files using the same piece of software I organize my music. However, right. what I do want is a service from Apple and an app from Apple where I can organize and listen to all the various forms of audio that I like podcasts, music, uh, you know, Apple's radio stations, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. Now, of course, Apple famously broke up iTunes into Apple podcasts, Apple music and the TV app. Mm -hmm. I actually think the TV app should stay separate, but I think there should be, and I'm going to call it Apple audio Mm -hmm. where, which is kind of a challenge to Spotify and equivalent to Spotify where it's your one-stop shop for mm. audio uh, and this revelation came to me when I was kind of traveling around town I was a couple of places you know going off the tube and whatever and I was like well I'm starting this podcast but it's not going to take me the whole journey but I don't want to line up another podcast to listen to I don't want to fiddle with my phone on the tube mm-hmm. I don't want to and I don't want to I want to line up something to listen to for the rest of my journey but I don't want to start a new podcast episode. I, and you can't do it. You can't just do play next and yeah, go from and have it be a, different, a, a different type of media. Yeah, exactly. To an album. Mm-hmm. And it just dawned on me that that was frankly ridiculous. <laughs> so I have a counter offer. Yes. Go on, tell your, me why I'm wrong, please. Your, well, it's not that I think that you're wrong. I think um, initially uh, the point of iTunes uh, you know, to go all the way back to that initial big white slab of five entire gigabytes of music. Um, that moment, like in that moment, it was basically, we hook it to the iTunes store. Anything you bought in the iTunes store 
shows up and you can put it on your iPod if you want to. And then, then they added the ability to add your, your own music to that collection. Then they added podcasts. So you plug your phone into your, you plug your iPod into your computer, you move, you sync all your podcasts over and you move on with your day. And, and then they started adding, you know, and then they added movies. You could add, you could watch movies and TV shows and that all happened through iTunes. And then you had to manage your phone instead of your iPod with iTunes. And then they added the ringtone store so that you could buy ringtones and alert sounds and other sorts of nonsense for your phone. And then, and then, and then, and, you know, I wrote this up at the Mac Observer ages ago and said in like 2015 or something, um, iTunes needs to break up with itself and it needed to be split out similarly to what you're talking about. But I think what they need is more um, something like the TV app, which is more encompassing, not, you know, like if you use the TV app on the Apple TV hardware, if you open up the TV app, you can go, I want to watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And it will, it will take you to Amazon prime immediately and start you watching that show. And it'll show up as like a viewing history, like pick up where you left off. You can go watch our flag means death on HBO. And then, you know, and you don't have to know what service it is. You just, it all just works in the TV app. And I would like a similar experience like you're talking about for media, like there is with files. Like we don't care what kind it is, but we're going to show them all to you here with vague organization. So you see, I have, in a way, you're actually advocating more of an iTunesy type experience than me. You want the kind of yeah. Apple Media app, where yeah. I don't want that. I don't think that. I think that makes things too messy. I think that's you get into the problems you were describing, where you, you know, okay, you might not be back in the situation where you sort of organise your phone contacts in iTunes, which was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, no one wants that. And I'm not, I'm not advocating going back to that, but I want to listen to this podcast and I use Overcast for my podcast. So go play the thing in Overcast when it's done, then kick me over to Apple Music because I want to listen to Fountains of Wayne. And then, you know, after I listen to that record, then, you know, cue me up an audiobook in Audible. Right. And, you know, let so, me listen to the latest, you know, Thrawn book and we'll, you know, and, and go from there. And having the opportunity to string those things together would be, you know, all in one place and have it go. OK, Overcast, let me play the podcast. OK, Apple Music, let me play Fountains of Wayne. You know, obviously you want traffic and weather, you know, um, move to the next one and, and you know, go to Audible and and, and give me that that, you know. and move on audiobooks is a great point actually i hadn't even considered that um and i should have because you're absolutely right you should be able to listen to a couple of songs and then return to your audiobook without having to jump around and change app if it's all from apple so i suspect uh, i find it highly unlikely although antitrust moves may change that sure apple will produce the kind of thing you're talking about Mm -hmm. you subscribe to a podcast or not through apple mm. but you but you can kind of filter it through to an apple style in a in an apple experience i suspect that is not going to happen but i see no no reason why audio audio so audio books that you bought them via apple mm-hmm. uh, which is possible you know from apple yeah. books or, apple has them too yeah right exactly um Music, which you can, if you're an Apple Music subscriber or you bought stuff from the iTunes store, which mm-hmm. still apparently exists. Yeah. Um, 
and podcasts that you get because you have the apple podcast uh, as mm-hmm. i say i think there should be an apple audio app and i i think it would make apple a much better challenger to spotify if you look at spotify subscriber yeah. numbers um which is what i discussed on last week's show but this trend has been going on a while where yeah. spotify is not just catching up with apple but overtaking it mm-hmm. um there, there is clearly something that Spotify is offering that other that Apple is not, and it's not just because not everyone has an iPhone or whatever. Right. So, they do have some exclusive content. One, they have you can only get on Spotify that you can only get on Spotify. And as far as podcasts go, I'm not. I, I can't think of anything that's like only available in the podcast app as opposed to uh, only the things know. that come from Apple TV Plus. Yeah. But you, I think you have to get those separately anyway, because I don't think I can subscribe to those in like Overcast or anything else. So you, no, have you to can get only get them Apple. in podcasts. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Now the store would have to be separate. Like I haven't thought this through completely. Uh-huh. Like if you want to go buy that audio book, you know, Apple could make it a smoother experience in books. Um, it may be, a, you know, a, a slightly smoother experience in Audible because Audible is owned by Amazon. Obviously, Apple and Amazon have some sort of privileged, privileged relationship there. Um, you know, being able to, to, uh, you know, move to some of those other things more easily, you know, that would be a little, that's probably going to be a little complicated, but I just like the idea of, you know, here's all my stuff, like, here's all my stuff, you know, I have the TV app on my phone. So if I could have like an audio app and a video app and a store, you know, to buy stuff for the audio app and the video app, like that feel, that doesn't feel overwhelming to me. And it feels like, uh, the right amount of separation, I guess. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I just don't see that as a likely thing that will happen. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Whereas I think you could quite comfortably amalgamate all the audio. And you can quite legitimately mm-hmm. say, if you don't want to use, you know, in an antitrust sense, if yeah. you don't want to use Apple for your podcasts mm-hmm. and music... You can still download Spotify and Overcast, yeah, etc. You know there are other services available, but those yeah. two. Um, yeah. So Apple can easily mm-hmm. make that case, but it can also say, mm-hmm. but in this one thing which Charlotte has geniusly named Apple Audio, um, <laughs> yes, you can, you, you can have this all in one place in the same way you can with Spotify. So it's more of a direct mm-hmm. choice. Um, And I have actually found it fascinating that as lots of stuff has become more bundled, um, Mm -hmm. you know, games on Netflix, whatever, the Apple has started spreading it out more and more and more. Uh, And I think audio Mm -hmm. is very much the place where they could do some consolidation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even if it's not consolidation so much, I think you could definitely make it a better experience, you know. Um, at a minimum, you could, you know, give a demo shortcut of like, when my podcast ends, pop up and ask me, do you want music? Do you want another podcast? Do you want a yeah. book? You know, or something like as a demo, like pop that up and go you know, like, here's something that will ask you. Okay. Yeah. I want, I want okay. music. Okay. You yeah. Know, or whatever. Some- and like give people an opportunity. Sure. I suspect someone like you would be very comfortable with that because you use shortcuts and whatever anyway. But I suspect most Apple users do not use things like shortcuts. No. And therefore But having... making it an example is why I thought like, yeah. you know, 
that might no. be not like make people sit down and build one, but like make it a suggested one. Like you have the podcast app installed, you have an Apple music, you know, if you have an Apple music subscription, if you have Spotify, like, you know, pop this up at the end of a podcast, what do you want next? And, you know, or start out building that list, you know, from the get go or something and give people a chance to try something like that. Like that would be like minimum viable. I think probably yeah. at that point, you know, like I, you could I, give people the choice. I like your idea better of being able to switch from audio type to audio type. That's that would be very nice. And that was sort of what I would like, you know, like if I'm a Spotify subscriber, but not an Apple music subscriber, being able to listen to that cracker album on Spotify and then move over to whatever podcast I want to be listening to, you know, now I'm on, you must remember this and then move on to the next thing the would thing. be really nice. Spotify would say, well, you can do that already. You just be a Spotify user. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's True. What, that, that, that is what the Spotify True. answer would be. If you want to listen yeah. to music and podcasts all in one app, just be a Spotify mm -hmm. user. Uh, my right. argument is for people who like being in the Apple ecosystem, which I do. I like. I have an Apple One bundle. I want an Apple Music subscription along, and that's what I like. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. um, and I, but I don't want to. And I like, um, you know, it's not the world's greatest podcast app, but it, I can listen to the shows I want on Apple in Apple Podcasts, and I can but organize. It them works. Yeah, I can see them. It's fine. I think yeah. is usually the review I get from people on that. It's yeah. fine. You know, I, I, I yeah. have no it. And it obviously works really nicely with like my home pods and my AirPods and things like that. I don't need to do any fussing around All the other pods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, my hang up is books, I think, because I don't yeah. I don't I personally don't have a lot of audiobooks from Apple. No. Um, I I check out audiobooks from the library because my library is awesome like that. And uh, I also get them through Audible occasionally. And so um, having the opportunity to be like, I'm going to listen to a chapter of this book while I'm mowing the lawn and then switch to my lawn mowing playlist when I'm done listening to this chapter. Cause of course I have one. Um, it's like a mile to mow my yard. I need, I need a lot of, yeah, music yeah. Get off my so. lawn. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Get off. I'm trying to mow and it's a mile. <laughs> so Please. having the, but having the opportunity to have that switch without having to stop mowing, take off my gloves, get out my phone, switch to the other thing, put it back in my pocket, put my gloves back on and go back to mowing is the part that would be, you know, awesome. And part of what makes me like what you, what you're proposing here, mostly because, um, you know, I, I think if, if we didn't keep bolting on parts as the, as Apple continued to evolve and had to bolt on a store and then bolt on phone management, you know, cause your iPod did one thing, like you can put music on it. And then near the end, when they got to be video and such, like, uh, if you wanted a game or two, there were like 10 games that you mm. could get that you could put on your iPod and play with the click wheel and shout out to Peggle, which ate a significant portion of every bus ride that I took for all the time that I carried that iPod around with me. Um, I still carried around with me. I still carry it around and it still works. And I still plug it in, in the car. A lot of times when I know I'm not going to have reception to use Apple music. So, um, having, you know, having that option is nice, but, in, but instead of having to continue to add on pieces, like figure out when it makes sense to split that off and have, you know, this is where I buy stuff. This is where I listen to the stuff I bought, you know, and having that be a different thing would be a lot. I, I think that would be a very clear line to draw and make it a lot easier to manage all of that stuff too. Instead of like, yeah. I didn't mean to buy that album. I just wanted to hear what the song sounded like. And you know, now it's yours. Yes. So. 
Um, I think a possible solution to what I'm saying is obviously Siri. Um, if mm-hmm. you you know if you have a pair of headphones in, um, or you know you've got your home pods running or whatever, you can obviously yeah. shout at the S lady and ask her to play the next thing. Yeah. But that all te- again tends to work uh, much cleaner if you're staying within the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, if you- um, I'm about 50-50 on asking her. She always understands me. Sure. But she can't always do the thing without unlocking my phone, which in my case is what is happening is my phone's in my pocket. You know, my you hands shout. are covered with okay. yard yeah, gloves and grass. And I tell her like open, you know, open Audible or open Overdrive or open Libby, you know, so I can listen to a book and, you know, you have to unlock your phone first. Exactly. Okay. Whereas I suspect if it was all in one Apple audio app, again, even that would be made easier. Well, I mean, I've got, it, it mm-hmm. would be made easier because that would just be the default app for your audio. Um, whereas you know, at the moment, you you know, if you use Overcast as your podcast provider, you have to say, hey, S lady, play the edition podcast in Overcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then hope, hope it, she comes up with the right episode. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that was my thinking behind it. And there are solutions, but it, it seems to me that Apple kind of went down this path of splitting everything up without quite mm-hmm. thinking it through and because uh, they took away phone management sort of entirely like which you was don't correct. know about it unless you know you have to plug it in well it needed to go somewhere but it didn't need to go into the sidebar of the finder and like make people discover it on their own in my opinion no, but like, it also didn't need to be in itunes no, it absolutely needed to not be in iTunes. It didn't need to be in iTunes for a very long time. That was part of what I was so mad about iTunes sure. for in the first place so was because it wasn't a very good experience, but it could have been like image, ca- like um, I think it's image capture. Like when you plugged in your ca- your digital camera, remember those? You plug in oh, your digital yeah. camera and it goes image capture. Here's a camera. Here's all the pictures. What do you want to do with them? Do you want to move them to a folder? Do you want to delete them from the card when you're done? Okay, cool. I'm on the case. And having a, a, a similar utility sort of pop up when you plug in your phone and go, hi, are you trying to back up? Do you want to put music on it? Did you want to put other stuff on it? Cool. I'm on the case would be a much better experience than plug it in, wait, see if it shows up in the side of your finder window. You may have to oh. scroll down past all the stuff you don't actually use. Now click on it. Now you get the magical window that lets you actually do anything. I remember the time searching on my finder. Um, but yeah, I should say I we've been talking about this a lot in the context of the, you know, from the iPad, iPod to the iPhone. But I, I see no reason that if given particularly we know Apple is keen to create a more universal experience across mm-hmm. its devices, it again would make perfect sense to me that there would be an Apple audio app on your Mac. As mm-hmm. opposed to again, podcasts, music. I mean, probably yeah. the use cases you and I have discussed are less relevant. Um, yeah. But you know, I suspect it would be if it were you know if that would happen, it would be amalgamated into one thing across all Apple's various platforms. So um, mm-hmm. basically, Tim, you know, Eddie, call Around. me. <laughs> My girl has a really good idea. You should Listen, definitely you like, know. yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Oh yeah. Greg, Jobs react can call me. Jimmy, Oven. Hi. We, <laughs> we can make this happen. 
No, I, I feel quite strongly about this actually. I think it would make Apple has done a thing because a thing was a mess, and that has led to other things being not as smooth as they could be. And mm -hmm. it was fine while there was not a direct competitor, but now there's a direct competitor. Mm -hmm. And has been for a long time. And that direct competitor is doing very, very well and is now a serious challenger. And therefore, Apple needs to, I think, tweak it just a little bit to make life easier and to directly compete. Um, well, and that's very on brand. I mean, that's what Apple does is they have a smooth, they have like, if you're doing it the Apple way, it's just a little bit easier, just a little bit better, just a little bit smoother than what it is if you aren't using podcasts, if you aren't using, you know, um, uh, you know, their book app, et cetera, et cetera. Like if you do it the Apple way, it's just a little bit, you know, uh, AirPods connect slightly more smoothly and slightly faster and slightly better than mere mortal Bluetooth headphones yes. or, you know, that like all the way down, you know, if you, if you do it with all Apple stuff, it's just a little bit better than if you go about it the other way and the other way it's fine, but it's just a little nicer. And that would definitely be a thing, you know, and plus it would save having to have extra stuff in the dock or having to have a folder where all of your audio apps live. If you can condense exactly. it down to like being able to do it all in one place. Well, I, I thought we were going to have an almighty row and you were going to tell me all the different ways why I'm wrong. But I'm claiming this is a victory. And as yeah. I say, Tim Cook, call me, babe. Well, you come from the same place I do, which is not going back to the old iTunes that we had before, which was the part that I railed against because it was just the Weasley's house, yeah, you know, yeah, was we built on and built on and built on. And, you know, even if they had just burned it down and given us something new, you know, the thing I always said, you know, Back in the day, the thing I always said was my fondest wish is that this is the Apple event, because I said it about a bunch of them. This is the Apple event where Tim Cook comes out on stage with a couple of reams of, reams of paper in his hand and says, this is the source code for iTunes and turns to his left and drops it in a wood chipper and says, here's what we're giving you now instead. Uh -huh. And I still sort of want that. <laughs> but, well, unfortunately, uh, you know. it's it's the iPod that is going into the, I was going to say great wood chipper in the sky. But uh, it, kind it, of is, it is, it is, it yeah. is. But uh, Apple was keen to point out it has 90 million songs and over 30,000 playlists on Apple Music. Um, so, yeah, let's round off, I think, with a moment of silence the, for the iPod. It, it will diminish and go into the West, right? That sounds a little nicer than, yeah. than the wood chipper in the sky. Like, end of an era, though. It's very, it's, it's a bummer. I mean... I'm a, well, I'm a sentimental person and even the touch, like I still really like the iPod yeah. touch. I have a soft spot for it in my heart. So yeah. I'm sad to see it go. Um, you know, I liked how the iPod evolved over time and turned into something really great that a lot of people really like. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, but anyway, so I'm glad I had you to reminisce about the iPod with Kelly. Gamont. Thank you so much for joining me to both reminisce on the iPod and to uh, discuss my brilliant, brilliant apple audio idea it's spectacular i can't <laughs> wait to see it at wwdc in a month and exactly. and have them go you know exactly. we, we heard this podcast and decided this is what needed to happen and now you'll get it in the beta of ios 16 that's exactly how apple operates kelly where can people keep up with you 
Uh, primarily, you can find me on Twitter as Verso. I'm one of the hosts of I Want My MCU TV, which is a podcast covering the latest Marvel show over at The Incomparable. I talk about other things on The Incomparable as well. Uh, turns out, as of yesterday, speaking of breaking news, uh, that the Westworld podcast I host, Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, is also coming back at the end of June because Westworld is coming back at the end of June. So you can find me there as well, which is also on The Incomparable. And you can occasionally find me at The Slice, theslice.tech, where I give you a slice of news or other information, depending on what I'm looking to write about. And you can also find me on Twitter as Versa. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. Please do subscribe to theedition.substack.com. Share both the show and the newsletter with your friends and family if you think they'll enjoy it. And until then, I'll see you next week. (laughs) 